on this episode, I give a quick update about where we're at with the haint, and I talk about extended outlines and how that is really helping to keep this revision on track. Welcome back to Writing Fright. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am your host and fellow author, Tanner Rutledge. So on today's episode, basically just going to be super quick, a little update on where I'm sitting with the haints, uh, something that I've actually learned through this process that I'm taking into uh, into my next book and into the, the next project. But first, guys, if you haven't already, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Writing Fright. You can also follow us on Twitch, again, at Writing Fright. Not doing a lot on Discord, but we're there too. Same handle. If, uh, if you are having trouble getting your words in, something that I started doing that has really helped me to sit down and focus, I don't know what it is. I thought I was going to be way less productive doing it, but I started doing live writing sessions and it's been incredible. I get more words in on those than I do just doing my regular writing sprints throughout the week. So if you are having trouble, you know, getting, getting things done, having trouble getting your words in, make sure to, to tune in for our Sunday writing sessions and they're at different times, but if you follow us on Facebook and, oh, also Slasher, if you follow us on uh, Slasher, uh, I'll be posting updates as to like what times those are happening. And as my schedule calms down, I'll start, uh, they'll start being a bit more scheduled at, uh, at scheduled times on Sunday and then maybe a couple of times through the week because I'm having just a really good time doing those. And uh, the, the people that uh, that join in, you guys can comment. I can read the comments. Uh, you can ask questions. And it's just, it it's fun to, to write and connect with other authors and other writers and content creators that are working on stuff. I know um, everybody is not working on horror. And that's fine. This is just a place for writers to get together. And I'm hoping to maybe turn it into a critique group or something. So... Yeah, uh, make sure that you follow us to tune in for those. Uh, the next one's going to be this Sunday. Not sure about the time yet. It'll be sometime in the afternoon, but make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, and Slasher. And the lives actually take place. They're broadcast to the Facebook feed and to the Twitch account. So you can you can join either of those there. Uh, and then we'll have links to it on uh, on Instagram and also on Slasher. So just something fun we're doing. Looking forward to it. So if you haven't already, make sure to follow us on those platforms. Anyway, getting into the the meat of this, because I don't want this episode to go too long. I want to give you guys some value. This is something that I learned, and it's something that I'm going to try on the next book. So when I started writing The Haint, I did just a basic outline. It was a line-per-scene outline, and I did the outline... Five, five to ten scenes ahead. So I didn't outline the entire book. So it was kind of like a half pants, half outline. 
where like I knew where it was going to go and I could deviate a little bit from the things that I had already already had going. But when I started writing, I really didn't have an ending for it. And so I got through first draft doing that. <laughs> oh my God, it was a god awful mess um, to, uh, to fix that first draft and to get it into a cohesive story. And then I ended up, uh, when I finished the, the last finished draft that I did of it, honestly, I like my writing style. I, I actually enjoyed reading it. There, there were moments that were cringeworthy. There were times that I had to like look up different, uh, different literary tricks and different writing tricks to, to get things to flow properly and to get, uh, to get the point across or to get the, the scene to, to move and be read at the speed that it needed to be. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun learning that stuff, but it read because it was a genre blend of private detective and a haunted house horror. It read like a melodramatic spy novel. My lead character was flat. I loved Mercedes development. Um, Rachel's wasn't too bad, but uh, I just didn't connect with, uh, with Dylan, my main character. And it, uh, it really hurt the story. And it, uh, I mean, there was a car chase in it. I love the car chase scene. I'm going to try to save it. If that scene does not make it into this book, it will be in uh, one of the ones coming out uh, later where it'll fit a bit better. But I had a lot of, t- had a lot of fun writing that, uh, writing that scene. <laughs> I think I mentioned it either on one of the lives where I was actually going through and editing it or on, uh, on an episode of the show. I was like, man, I... I had so much fun writing the scene. I liked reading the scene. It was it was well done, um, according to also according to feedback. Uh, and I was like, I love this so much. I bet it's going to have to be cut. And damn right, it had to be cut, uh, or is probably going to have to be cut. So that that was one thing. But uh, what I've done in this last revision, and if you've been on the lives, you've seen me actually working on the outline. What I did was I went through, and I've already told you what I did going line per scene on this uh, this last this last edit, and just writing a sentence or writing a short thing about what the scene was actually about, lining that up with the um, uh, the original outline from the finished book or finished first draft, and really seeing like what needed to stay and what needed to go, and really the uh, the the private detective structure is what needed to leave. And it needed to have a more familiar haunted house structure, and it uh, needed to flow better. So I actually, there was some stuff in the front that needed to be slowed down. There were things that were given away in the front that needed to be held back. Uh, even though it's not a private detective book, and a massive element of a haunted house story is actually a mystery. Uh, it's uh, They are slower-paced stories, and that's what keeps you turning the page, is trying to figure out what's going on. And to do that, I, I needed a more detailed outline. So sitting down and getting this outline together, um, it has really, really strengthened uh, the overall story, the flow, um, the the pacing problems I had where it was kind of slowing down in, in places or I was maybe 10% farther or 10% sooner than I needed to be with uh, with a massive plot point. So it, it read weird, but sitting down and actually doing more uh, than a line per line, or excuse me, line per scene outline, actually doing an extended outline, I'm finding is extremely helpful for writing and finishing this uh, this last author's draft of uh, of the Haint and, and turning it into something that I'm very happy with. It's a lot of work uh, getting 
getting an extended outline done, but it is absolutely worth it. And my version of an extended outline is like when I make the outline, there's about a hundred words, or one to two paragraphs per scene that describes exactly what happens in that scene. And it's basically just the skeleton of the story and of the scene. And in doing that, I have been able to work out so many problems so quickly. And uh, there's, at this point, about 40 to 50% of the novel that I wrote is is staying relatively the same. I'm, obviously, I'm going to go through, do some some edits, do some revisions so that it's like to the standard of where my, it's a good representation of where my skill um, as a writer is now. But um, going through and doing the extended outline has really helped the story. And when I first started doing this, I thought for sure that it was going to be a complete waste of time. It is not. So going into my next story, my first draft, when I go through and uh, and I write the next book that I have planned, my first draft is basically going to be an extended outline where it's the skeleton of the story, what needs to happen where. And then my second draft is basically going to be me going through and actually writing out those scenes. So... Like, my first draft of, and I'm, I shoot for about 60,000 words in my books. So, like, first draft really will probably end up being, and I'm calling this my first draft, but let's see. How many scenes do I usually have? Maybe about ten or 20,000 words. Just going through and really getting the uh, the nuts and bolts of the story down for that outline. And, yeah, and uh, and taking it from there and then expanding the story and then condensing and editing and polishing it. Uh, so I'm gonna try that approach on the next book that I write, but right now, like I'm having, a, I'm having a good time doing it with the uh, with the hang and with this extended outline. The scenes that are remaining relatively unchanged as far as content are just being put into the outline instead of me writing up a you know a two or three paragraph description of what has to happen. That content is just going right into the uh, the new version of the, this new project in Scrivener. And then for the scenes that are being rewritten or the scenes where there are dramatic changes, I'm doing the uh, the extended like two paragraphs or 100 words, two paragraphs or something like that, a uh, description of what happens in that scene. And uh, as I'm going through this, uh, I should have it finished and then Sunday I'll begin actually writing, uh, doing the rewrites on those scenes. But um, yeah, I I'm having a really really good time doing that. And I, I had originally thought, like I said, it was going to be a waste of time and it was something that was going to be incredibly boring. And it's not. This is uh, pretty exciting. I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt for not doing it and starting to do it this way because so many, not necessarily in horror, but I listened to another podcast called My Favorite Detective Stories with John Hoda. Uh, he's also a, pri uh, he is still a private investigator uh, and he was uh, he was a mentor, um, but he's also a writer. He writes mystery and thriller novels, so he interviews a lot of mystery and thriller novelists on his uh, on his show. And that was a, a piece of advice that kept popping up. Uh, doing a a detailed extended outline of the story before you actually get into writing the scene, so that when you identify the problems in the story, as far as you know, placement of plot points for structure or you're noticing there's a character arc that's not working, or there's something in the story that's not working, 
you don't have to go back and then do the work of rewriting entire scenes and wasting, you know, let's see, how many words of rewrite do I have? See, it was uh, The last draft was just under 60,000. So I've got like somewhere around 28 to 35,000 words projected, 1,000 words of rewrites to do that honestly, if I would have started my process doing this, uh, to, okay, honestly, like when I started doing this, I didn't have the skill to to do it this way. But if I would have started this way, it would have saved me. I, if I knew what I know now and started this way, um, I probably would have had a finished marketable novel uh, in in like nine nine months. And that was... That's kind of a that's a massive eye opener for me, and I'm going I'm going to test that on this next book to see if I can actually get start to finish first draft to last author's draft before it gets sent off um, in nine months, and that's that's going to be my target for the tasting when I start that. But this is something that I found incredibly helpful. It was very surprising to me that I would find that this help or I would find this that helpful, uh, but it, yeah. Uh, doing an extended outline has really, really helped to identify a couple of other issues uh, that I wasn't aware of and um, and get things on, on track and much more manageable than going through and kind of half, uh, half plotting, half pantsing a first draft. So, all right. So that's all I've got today. Remember, uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, and Slasher the social media of horror. If you guys love horror, you love reading, there's a lot of great authors on there. There's a lot of great horror content creators on there. Uh, and just uh, set up a profile. Super friendly people, great uh, great social media platform. And the, uh, the creator is always in touch and looking to improve things. So absolutely check out Slasher. Uh, follow me at Writing Frights and get in on the, uh, the live every Sunday, the live writing sessions. All right, so I will talk to you all next week. Uh, coming up, I'm reaching out to some folks and uh, we're looking at having a, uh, a known horror editor on the show as well as, uh, as some publishers and some people from the other side of the industry. 